Good morning. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, Sherry. Good morning. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, Joy. Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom, Stephen. Good morning. Shabbat Shalom. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Andrea. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Kids. Shabbat Shalom. Good morning. Hi, Angela. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning. Hi, Brian. Hi, Chris. Yeah. Hey, Randall. Good to see you, brother. Yeah. Good morning, David. Good morning, Gabriella. Shabbat shalom. Chris, I realize. Hi, Eileen. Good morning to you. Morning. Shabbat shalom. You is you. Are you visible? Shabbat shalom. Good morning. Shabbat shalom, Stephen. Hi, all to say hi. Hi, Dave. Good to see you, brother. Likewise. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. Let's see you if we too. can get a group here. Good morning, Raina. I see you down Shabbat there. Shalom. <laughs> I see you down there in Florida. Hey, Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Yeah, hi, James. Hi, Maria Isabel. Hey, listen, we enjoyed the dig the other night. You're going to be back with more, right? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we yeah. hope to be, we hope to be coming back. I mean, I've got a lot of traveling ahead in the near future, and of course, right. preparing for right. the, the uh, spring feast. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope to be doing more teaching. I mean, you know, it's um, a difficult time right now, yeah. and I would I would really appreciate a prayer. I mean, I've been uh, to tell you quite frankly, I've been awake all night. Oh wow! And wow. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of. Um, personal attacks that have come at me and really went on all night last night. That's one of the difficulties about being involved in an international ministry. People are awake when I'm asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, <laughs> so there wasn't any sleeping going on. That's for sure. So anyway, uh, you know, there's a lot of things happening and there's a real question in, in my heart and in my mind as to whether or not Yah wants me to continue in this ministry or not. Oh, because there's been so much, there's been so much infighting and battles that it's just wearing me thin. I mean, my skin is very, very thin right now. And yeah. it's, a, it's a real difficulty because, you know, in the Torah observant community, hmm. you can see why Moshe, you know, grew such a hard line, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it's like Mashiach says, you know, how I long to gather you as chicks under my wings, but you would not have it. You know, right. and and the thing is, is that I'm not trying to gather anybody under my wings. Right. This is not about me or even my testimony. This is about Yah and his work, yes. his work, you know, in this world and his work in this world right now. Uh, you know, there are many people who who look and say, well, gee. I don't know. Maybe some of you aren't experiencing the world the way I'm experiencing it. The way I'm experiencing the world is that we're in the largest single calamity I've ever seen in the history of my life. We've never been in a greater level of crisis ever, ever since I've been alive anyway. And I think the crisis is even greater than what was on the earth in World War II and even World War I, particularly for America. America's life is gravely at risk right now, and we have a leadership that appears to be completely blind and deaf and insane. Quite yes, frankly. yes, oh, absolutely. 
And so I believe, you know, that there's Micah 4.1 and, and Isaiah 14.1, which say the same things. They say there is a mountain at the top of the mountains into which people will go to learn of the Torah. And, you know, I believe that many of us, many of you, have moved out of hyper-urban environments to get to someplace safe. And maybe Yah has placed you there. Maybe you've gone there intentionally. But we know that uh, what is coming upon the earth is going to be quite fearful. And it's not just weapons of man, but also the actions of Yah. And we've seen this. And so as a consequence, um, we have to prepare. We have to be able to answer the question, what do we do now? Because if we don't answer the question, what do we do now? And there aren't people among you who are called by Yah to walk in a pathway that says, this is what we do now. Then the, right, the life in America is going to be very much like the road. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Uh, but it's a post-apocalyptic movie of a man and his daughter crossing the United States after a nuclear holocaust. And, you know, running into cannibals and running into, into, into mass murderers and finding, uh, you know, prepped supplies buried somewhere where the families have been long since dead. Ultimately arriving on the East Coast in nothing but total despair with nothing left. Well, that's one world. That's one world. And then there's Yah's world. And, you know, the prophecy that Yah gives is that he will pull out his remnant. He will pull out the elect. He will cover them with his wings. But they have to be his elect. And they have to be his people. And they have to walk in his accord. And that's why today's Torah portion is particularly important. It's a particularly important Torah portion. And it may be the most important Torah portion we read uh, this year, actually. It's a very important uh, discussion, and it's a discussion that it would behoove us to know because, of course, is uh, it is upon us to be kings and priests. And what does it mean to be a king and a priest? Oh, that's about me and my ego. No, it has nothing to do with me and my ego. Nothing. It has everything to do with you knowing the tenets of your faith, knowing them, not guessing, not having to say, my pastor said, no, it's you knowing the tenets of your faith to be able to point to your friends when they ask the question, what do we do now? That you will have an answer. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and share the screen, and let's get started with prayer and then the Torah portion. Today's Torah portion is, of course, Kitiza. Kitiza, you can all see that, I hope. Okay. Okay, Heavenly Father, Baruch Atah, Yahuwah, Elochai, Yashareh, Avinu, Olam, Laolam. Blessed are you, Yahweh, our Elohim, the Holy One of Israel, our Father forever and ever. 
We pray to you, Father, that you would bless today, bless this Shabbat meeting, carry us in your word, and give us ears to hear and eyes to see, that we would know wherewith you instruct us this day. Amen. Okay, Parshat, Shemod, Exodus 30, 11 through 34, 35. And Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, When you take the sum of the children of Yasharel after their number, then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto Yahweh. And when you number them, that there be no plague among them, when you number them, this they shall give everyone that passes among them that are numbered, half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary. A shekel is 20 giras. A half shekel shall be the offering of Yahweh. Everyone that passes among them that are numbered from 20 years old and above shall give an offering unto Yahweh. The rich shall not give more, the poor shall not give less than half a shekel. When they give an offering unto Yahweh to make an atonement for your souls. And you shall take the atonement money of the children of Yasharel and shall appoint it for the service of the tabernacle of the assembly, that it may be a memorial unto the children of Yasharel before Yahweh to make an atonement for your souls. And Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, You shall also make a laver of brass, and his foot also of brass, to wash withal. And you shall put it between the tabernacle of the assembly and the altar, and you shall put water therein. For Aharon and his son shall wash their hands and their feet thereat. When they go into the tabernacle of the assembly, they shall wash with water that they die not. Or when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn offering made by fire unto Yahweh. So they shall wash their hands and their feet, that they die not. And it shall be a statute forever unto them, even to him and to his seed throughout their generations. Moreover, Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, Take also unto you principal spices of pure myrrh, 500 shekels, and of sweet cinnamon, half so much, even 250 shekels, and of sweet calamus, 250 shekels, and of cassia, 500 shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of oil olive, a hin, and you shall make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. It shall be a holy anointing oil, and you shall anoint the tabernacle of the assembly therewith, and the ark of the testimony, and the table and all his vessels, and the menorah and all his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of the ascending smoke offering with all his vessels, and the laver in his foot, and you shall sanctify them that they may be most holy. Whatsoever touches them shall be holy, and you shall anoint Aharon and his sons and consecrate them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And you shall speak unto the children of Yasharel, saying, this shall be a holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generations. Upon man's flesh 
shall it not be poured. Neither shall ye make any other like it after the composition of it. It is holy, and it shall be holy unto you. Whosoever compounds any like it, or whosoever puts any of it upon a stranger, shall be cut off from his people. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, Take unto you sweet spices, stacta, and onica, and galbanum. These sweet spices with pure frankincense. Of each there shall be a like weight. And you shall make it a perfume, a confection, after the art of the apothecary. Tempered together, pure and holy. And you shall beat some of it very small and put it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the assembly, where I will meet with you. It shall be unto you most holy. And as for the perfume which you shall make, you shall not make to yourselves according to the composition thereof. It shall be unto you holy for Yahweh. Whosoever shall make like unto that to smell thereto shall even be cut off from his people. Chapter 31, and Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, See, I have called by name Betzalel, the son of Uri, the son of Chori, of the tribe of Yehuda. And I have filled him with the Ruach Elohim in wisdom, and in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, mm -hmm. to devise cunning works, to work in gold, and in silver, and in brass, and in the cutting of stones, to set them and in the carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. And I, behold, I have given with him at Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom, that they may make at all that I have commanded you, at the tabernacle of the assembly, and the ark of the testimony, and the mercy seat that is thereupon and all the furniture of the tabernacle, and the table and his furniture, and the pure menorah with all his furniture, and all the altar of incense, and the altar of the ascending smoke offering, with all of his furniture, and the labor in his foot, and at the cloths of service, and the holy garments for Aharon the priest, and the garments of his son, to minister in the priest's office and add the anointing oil and the sweet incense for the holy place, according to all that I have commanded you, shall they do. And Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, Speak also unto the children of Yasharel, saying, Truly, my Shabbats ye shall guard, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that ye may know that I am Yahweh Bekodishkel, Kodesh, Yahweh Kodesh. You shall guard the Shabbat, therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defiles it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever does any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Shabbat of rest, holy to Yahweh. Whosoever does any work in the Shabbat, he shall surely be put to death. 
Wherefore, the children of Yasharel shall guard the Shabbat to keep the Shabbat throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Yasharel forever. For in six days, Yahweh made the heavens and the earth. And on the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. And he gave unto Moshe, when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai, two sapphires of testimony, sapphire stones written with the finger of Elohim. Chapter 32. And when the people saw that Moshe delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aharon and said unto him, Up, make us Elohim which shall go before us. And as for this Moshe, the man that brought us up out of the land of Mizraim, we know not what has become of him. And Aharon said to them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your women and of your sons and of your daughters and bring them unto me. All the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them to El Alharon. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, these be your Elohim, O Yasharel, which brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim. And when Aharon saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aharon made proclamation and said, tomorrow is a feast to Yahweh. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered ascending smoke offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, go get you down. For your people, which you brought out of the land of Mitzrayim, have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made a molten calf and have worshipped it, sacrificed thereunto, and said, These be your Elohim, O Yasharel, which brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make of you a great nation. And Moshe besought Yahweh Eloheinu and said, Yahweh, why does your wrath wax hot against your people, which you have brought forth out of the land of Mitzrayim with great power and with a mighty hand? Wherefore should the Mitzrayim speak and say, for mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth. Turn from your fierce wrath and repent of this evil against your people. Remember Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yasharel, your servants, to whom you swore seven oaths by your own self and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. And Yahweh repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. And Moshe turned and went down from the mount, and the two sapphires of the testimony were in his hand. The sapphires were written on both sides, on the one side and on the other were they written. And the sapphires were the work of Elohim, 
and the writing was the writing of Elohim graven upon the sapphires. And when Yahushua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moshe, there is a noise of war in the camp. And he said, it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery. Neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome. But the noise of them that sing do I hear. And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing. And Moshe's anger waxed hot. And he cast the sapphires out of his hands and broke them beneath the mount. And he took the calf which they had made and burned it in the fire and ground it to powder and strawed it upon the water and made the children of Yashorel drink of it. And Moshe said unto El Aharon, what did this people unto you that you have brought so great a sin upon them? And Aharon said, let not the anger of my Adonai wax hot. You know the people that they are set on mischief. But they said unto me, make us Elohim, which shall go before us. For as for this Moshe, the man that brought us up out of the land of Mitzrayim, we know not what has become of him. And I said unto them, whosoever has any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me, and I cast it into the fire. And there came out this calf. And when Moshe saw that the people were naked, for Aharon had made them naked under their shame among their enemies. Then Moshe stood in the gate of the camp and said, who is on Yahweh's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, thus says Yahweh Elohai of Yasharel, put every man his sword by his side and go in and out from gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moshe, and there fell of the people that day about 3,000 men. For Moshe had said, consecrate yourselves today to Yahweh, even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moshe said unto the people, Ye have sinned a great sin, and now will I go up unto El Yahweh. Perchance I shall make an atonement for your sin. And Moshe returned unto El Yahweh and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin, and have made them Elohai of gold. Yet now, if you will forgive their sin, and if not, blot me out, I pray you, out of your sefer which you have written, and Yahweh said unto Moshe, Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my sephir. Therefore now go, lead the people unto the place of which I have spoken unto you. Behold, my angels shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And Yahweh plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron made. Chapter 33. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, Depart and go up hence, you and the people which you have brought up out of the land of Mitzrayim, unto the land which I swore seven oaths unto Abraham, to Yitzhak, and to Yaakov, 
saying, unto your seed will I give it. And I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Kenini, the Emori, the Hitti, and the Perizzi. Oops. The Hivi and the Yevusi, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of you, for you are a stiff-necked people, lest I consume you in the way. And when the people heard the evil report, they mourned. And no man did put on him his ornaments. For Yahweh had said unto Moshe, Say unto the children of Yasharel, Ye are a stiff-necked people. I will come up into the midst of you in a moment and consume you. Therefore now put off your ornaments from you that I may know what to do unto you. And the children of Yasharel stripped themselves of their ornaments by Mount Horeb. And Moshe took the tabernacle and pitched it without the camp, afar from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of the assembly. And it came to pass that everyone which sought Yahweh went out under the tabernacle of the assembly, which was without the camp. Mm. And it came to pass that when Moshe went out under the tabernacle, that all the people rose up and stood every man at his tent door and looked after Moshe until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass, as Moshe entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and Yahweh talked with Moshe. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose up and worshipped, every man in his tent door. And Yahweh spoke unto Moshe face to face, as a man speaks unto his friend. And he turned again to the camp, but his servant, Yahusha, the son of Nun, a young man departed not out of the tabernacle. And Moshe said unto El Yahweh, See, you say unto me, bring up this people, and you have not let me know at whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, that I might find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. And he said unto him, if your presence goes not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and your people have found grace in your sight? Is it not in that you go with us? So shall we be separated, I and your people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, I will do this thing also that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, I beseech you, show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name Yahweh before you. And will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, you cannot see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And Yahweh said, behold, there is a place by me, and you shall stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass while my glory passes by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by, and I will take away my hand and you will see my back parts, but my face 
shall not be seen. Chapter 34. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, Hew you two sapphire stones like unto the first, and I will write upon these sapphires the words that were in the first sapphires which you broke, and be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me at the top of the mount. And no man shall come up with you, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the flocks nor the herds feed before the mount. And he hewed two sapphire stones like unto the first. And Moshe rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai as Yahweh had commanded him and took in his hand the two sapphire stones. And Yahweh descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name Yahweh. And Yahweh passed by before him and proclaimed Yahweh, Yahweh El, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation. And Moshe made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worship. And said, if I have now found grace in your sight, let my Adonai, I pray, go from among us. It is a stiff-necked people. Pardon our iniquity and take sin for your inheritance. And he said, behold, I cut a covenant. Before all your people will I do wonders, such as have not been done in all the earth nor in any nation. And all the people among which you are shall see the work of Yahweh. For it is a terrible thing that I will do with you. Guard at that which I command you this day. Behold, I drive out before you the Emery and the Canaanite and the Hitti and the Perizzi and the Hivi and the Yebusi. Take heed to yourself, lest you cut a covenant with the inhabitants of the land whither you go, lest it be for a snare in the midst of you. But you shall destroy their altars, break their images, cut down their Asherah poles. For you shall worship no other El. For Yahweh Kana is my name. He is a jealous El. Lest you cut a covenant with the inhabitants of the land. And they go a whoring after their Elohim and do sacrifice unto their Elohim. And one call you and eat of his sacrifice. And take of their daughters unto your sons. And their daughters go a-whoring after their Elohim and make your sons go a-whoring after their Elohim. You shall make no molten Eloi. The feast of matzah shall you guard. Seven days you shall eat matzah as I commanded you in the time of the month of Aviv. For in the month of Aviv you came out from Mitzrayim. All that opens the womb is mine, and every firstling among your cattle, whether ox or sheep, that is male. But the firstling of an ass you shall redeem with a lamb. And if you redeem him not, then shall you break his neck. And all the firstborn of your sons you shall redeem, and none shall appear before me empty. Six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall rest, in earing time and in harvest time. 
you shall rest. And you shall observe the feast of Katsir, of the first fruits of the wheat harvest, and the feast of Asif at the year's end. Thrice in the year shall all of your men children appear before Adonai Yahweh, the Elochai of Yasharel. For I will cast out the nations before you and enlarge your borders. Neither shall any man desire your land when you shall go up to appear before Yahweh Elohaika thrice in the year. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven. Neither shall the sacrifice of the feast of the Pesach be left until the morning. The first of the fruits of your land you shall bring into the house of Yahweh Elohika. You shall not see the kid in his mother's milk. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, write these words, for after the tenor of these words, I have cut a covenant with you and with Yasharel. And he was there with Yahweh 40 days and 40 nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. And he wrote upon the sapphires at the words of the covenant, the ten Devarim. And it came to pass when Moshe came down from Mount Sinai with the two sapphires of testimony in Moshe's hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moshe knew not, but the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. And when Aharon and all the children of Yasharel saw Moshe, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh him. And Moshe called unto them, and Aharon and all the rulers of the assembly returned unto him. And Moshe talked with them. And afterward, all the children of Yasharel came nigh, and he gave them in commandment at all that Yahweh had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moshe had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moshe went in before Yahweh to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spoke unto the children of Yasharel, which was as commanded. And the children of Yasharel saw the face of Moshe that the skin of Moshe's face shone, and Moshe put the veil on his face again until he went up to speak with him. That ends the Torah portion. Now, the Haftarah portion is a reading from Yechezkiel, Ezekiel, 36, verses 16 through 38. Moreover, the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, Son of Adam, when the house of Yasharel dwelt in their own land, they defiled it by their own way and by their doings. Their way was before me as the uncleanness of a removed woman. Wherefore, I poured out my fury upon them for the blood that they had shed upon the land and for their idols wherewith they had polluted it. And I scattered them among the heathen and they were dispersed through the countries According to their way and according to their doings, I judged them. And when they entered into the heathen, whether they went, they profaned my holy name. When they said to them, these are the people of Yahweh and are gone forth out of his land. But I had pity for my holy name, which the house of Yasharel had profaned among the heathen, whether they went. Therefore say unto the house of Yasharel, Thus says Adonai Yahweh, I do not this for your sakes, O house of Yasharel, but for my holy namesake, which ye have profaned among the heathen, whither ye went. And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them, 
and the heathen shall know that I am Yahweh, says Adonai Yahweh, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also I will give you, and a new ruach will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my ruach within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall guard my judgments and do them. And you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your Elohim. I will also save you from all your uncleanness and will call for the grain and will increase it and lay no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field that ye shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. Then shall ye remember your own evil ways and your doings that were not good and shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and for your abominations. Not for your sakes do I do this, says Adonai Yahweh, be it known unto you. Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Yasharel. Thus says Adonai Yahweh, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, I will also cause you to dwell in the cities and the wastes shall be built, and the desolate land shall be tilled, whereas it lay desolate in the sight of all that passed by. And they shall say, this land that was desolate is become like the Garden of Eden, and the waste and desolate and ruined cities are become fenced and inhabited. Then the heathen that are left round about you shall know that I, Yahweh, build the ruined places and plant that which was desolate. I, Yahweh, have spoken it, and I will do it. Thus says Adonai, Yahweh, I will yet for this be inquired of by the house of Yasharel to do it for them. I will increase them with men like a flock, as the holy flock, as the flock of Jerusalem in her solemn feasts. So shall the waste cities be filled with flocks of men, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. And the Besorah portion from Matthew, chapter 9, verse 35. And Yahusha went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the Besorah of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Then said he unto his Talmudim, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore Adonai of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And when he had called unto him his twelve Talmudim, he gave them power against unclean rule coat, to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these, the first Shimon, who is called Kepha, and Andre his brother. Yaakov, the son of Zebedee, and Yohanan, his brother, Philip, and Bartamai, Taum, and Matithyahu, the publican, Yaakov, the son of Heleth, and Levaod, whose surname was Badai, Shimon, the Kenayani, 
and Yehuda Ishkirot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Yahusha sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the other nations, and into any city of the Shamronim, enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Yasharel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal at the sick, cleanse at the lepers, raise at the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staffs, for the workman is worthy of his food. And into whatever so city you shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till ye go thence. And when ye come into a house, Salute it, and if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return unto you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Amen, I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sedom and Amara in the name of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be you therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. And you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the other nations. But when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what you shall speak. For it shall be given to you in that same hour at what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Ruach of your father which speaks in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father the child. And the children shall rise up against their parents, to cause them to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endures to the end shall be saved. But when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another. For amen, I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Yasharel till the son of Adam is come. The Talmud is not above his rabbi, nor the servant above his Adonai. It is enough for the Talmud that he be as his rabbi and the servant as his Adonai. If they have called the rabbi of the house Baal-zebub, how much more shall they call them of his household? Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. At what I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. And what ye hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul but rather fear him at which is able to destroy both soul and body in Gehenom. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall to the ground without your father? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, 
him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace upon the earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loves a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves a son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that takes not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. He that finds his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. He that receives you receives me, and he that receives me receives him that sent me. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a Talmud, amen, I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. And it came to pass when Yahusha had made an end of commanding his 12 Talmudim. He departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. <clears throat> Such concludes our Torah portion for the day. You know, I find it interesting that uh, the Talmudim, when you read of the Talmudim, the apostles, the disciples of Mashiach, one of them is a Canaani, Canaani. He's from Canaan. He's a Canaanite. And it is his son that is Judas Iscariot. We'll see this in other portions of the gospel. Shimon, Zealot, they call him Simon Zelotes. His son, we, we know the, the parent of Judas Iscariot, townsman. His, parent, his father was Shimon. Was it Shimon Kepha? Or was it Shimon Zelotes? And it's interesting that you see Matthew was a publican, so likely a Roman. And Shimon Zelotes, a Canaanite. And his son, Judas Ishkiriot, townsman, is what it means, Ishkiriot, townsman. But these teaching in the gospel is an incredibly important teaching. Actually, all of these teachings are incredibly important. We see that the practice of the house of Yasharel at the time of Moshe included both men and women wearing golden earrings. And they were told to take the earrings out of their ears and place them into the fire. Aharon crafts the golden calf. And then he tells Moshe, oh, I threw the gold into the fire and out came a calf. Moshe executed judgment against the false idol worshipers with the sword. 3,000 people were killed. 3,000 men were killed with the sword. It was pretty easy to attack them because they were all naked. First rule of thumb in warfare, 
never show up naked. Always be always be wearing something like your shoes. At any rate, so we see here that the teaching here of this Torah portion, I think it's enormously important. It is a Torah portion that is the instruction directly from Yah, that Yah wrote the covenant. He put his commands written with his own finger on the sapphire stones, which was called the teth, the testimony. And we also see that Mashiach, when he calls the 12th, he calls them to heal, raise the dead, cast out demons, and to go among the lost sheep of the house of Yasharel. Now, where were the lost sheep of the house of Yasharel? They were not in Jerusalem. They were elsewhere, many, many places elsewhere. They had been cast and dispersed around the world. And Ezekiel tells us what Jeremiah was, will later tell us in Jeremiah 31, 31, or Hebrews 8, 8. When he says, I will pour my covenant aura into your heart, mind, and soul. This is what will happen. I will take out your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. So these are very serious promises and very serious teachings. And you see, once again, in this teaching, that the Shabbat is the sign between Yahweh and his people. Now, I can tell you that when it comes to the Shabbat, you will be persecuted for keeping the Shabbat. Yeah. You will be persecuted. You may be being persecuted right now for keeping the Shabbat. But you will be persecuted for keeping the Shabbat. Why? Because it is the set-apart day, and it is anathema to Rome. Rome asserts its authority over the earth by denying the Shabbat. Judaism asserts its authority over the earth by denying the name. Mm -hmm. And you're called out of that. You're instead called into both the name and the Shabbat because Yah says what? Amen. I don't glorify you for your sake. For my sake. My I make sake. this happen for my name's, name's sake. sake. And name. as a consequence, we are called to a specific duty. Not to bring that name to not among us. This is who we are. We're children of that name. And because we're children of that name, we need to behave like we're children of that name. This becomes an extremely important aspect of life. And the heart of stone being converted into a heart of flesh requires us to love one another. What does it mean to love Yah with all your heart, mind, and soul? First John says, this is the love of Yah, keeping his commandments. Mashiach says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Well, tell us, Rabbi, 
What is the first commandment? The first commandment, Shema Yasharel, Yahweh Eloheinu Yahweh Echad, Uahafta et Yahweh Eloheka, Veikol Levavka, Veikol Nefeshka, Veikol Meodka, Uahafta et Reaka Kiyomoka. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh your Elohim, Yahweh is one, and you shall love Yahweh with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And these commands are given to us very straightforward. And the loving your neighbor as yourself is oftentimes the way a parent loves a child. You may not want your child to be doing things that the child is doing, but your instruction is such that there may be chastisement, but you want to lift the child up into a new place, a place of understanding, a place of correction, and a place where they too may honor the name Yahweh. So it is that we have a duty among each other to do the same thing, right? We have a duty to do the same thing among each other. Find a way to love each other in this life and to treat each other with love. Okay? And then we look to the burden that Yah has placed upon us, the burden of the covenant of the ten Devarim. It's an easy yoke and a light burden. It's poured into your heart, mind, and soul as it stands anyway. Once you clear off the scar tissue, you put some vitamin E on that where they had the scar tissue. You get yourself in shape where you can look and see the covenant. You take away the dross. You take away that big wooden construct you built around your soul and take a look at what Yah poured in there. And you'll see that Yah poured it in your heart. He poured it there to understand who he is and to understand the things that are set apart for those who love him and who call themselves under his name. So with that, brothers and sisters, I'm going to call it a day. And I want to thank you guys for being a part of this Shabbat fellowship. I'm going to be on a ferry out of touch next week. I've talked to Stephanie about potentially starting the Sabbath meeting uh, from this computer, and then maybe uh, someone else can run the meeting and read the Torah portion for us next week, because otherwise I will not be here, okay? So blessings to you all. Baruch Atah, Yahweh, Sevoot, Al-Kadosh, Avinu, Olam, Laolam. Blessing in the names of Yahweh. May he be a blessing to you and a cover for you, guide you, keep you, and carry you through this carry you through this week. And until we meet again, Bahashem Yasha, in the name of Yasha, I pray. Amen. Shabbat Shalom. We'll see you guys later. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.